Welcome to episode 32 of Your Personal Podcast. For those who want more out of life, I'm Martin Hazy. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO, and a former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with Min Romeo, members of corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, and an executive advisor back in the new Your Personal Podcast sound booth. Mim, welcome. And welcome to you, Martin, as well to all our listeners throughout the globe that tune in to Your Personal Podcast. Always a pleasure to share our experiences, our knowledge, and our understanding in life. 32 episodes under the belt of your personal podcast, Mim? Well, we still got to do podcast 32 today, so 31 oh, under the belt. I'm counting chickens before they've laid their <laughs> eggs, aren't I? That's so true. Absolutely. So we're on our way. What's going to happen when we get to 50 podcast episodes, Mim? we just got to get to 51. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you, you just stretch targets is your middle Liz, name, isn't it? When we get to 1,000, then we can start to talk. 1,000 episodes? Yes, 1,000 episodes looking good. Gosh, you've you've just reinvented longevity, haven't you? Well done. <laughs> Good on you. Anyway. How was your week? My week's always a pleasure. It's always good. I enjoy every moment of every day and I meet lots of people along the journey and uh, it's just wonderful. Wonderful to be alive. Well done. What about yourself, Martin? Well, I've got a broken wing. Yeah, last week we did tell the listeners that you dislocated your shoulder, but it's all popped into place and it's just a matter of time before you get back to normal. You use that word pop so flippantly. Yeah, well, <laughs> what else did you want me to say? They knocked it back in. <laughs> At the end of the day, when you dislocate something, it pops out and then you pop it back in. That's right. That's right. But you're looking healthy anyway. No, I'm on the mend, Mim, I must say. I'm on the mend. Very good, very which good. Which is good. Now... We've got a really interesting topic today, don't we? Yes, we do. Today's podcast 32 is education versus experience. Really something that's probably been around for generations in terms of conversation. And hopefully today we'll be able to put some more light into it. I agree. I agree. So what do you, what's your kind of opening gambit on this topic, Mim? What, how would you, what kind of structure are we going to provide our listeners with in this conversation today? Look, we're going to probably share where well, we're going to share some real understanding from our perspective. And I believe that education and experience both have their benefits. You know, it's not, from my perspective, it's not one or the other. It's like some people have chosen to have more experience, let's say from a work perspective. Other people have decided to get more education before they decide to start their careers. I don't think there's a right or wrong depending on the individual, but there certainly are benefits to both. That's true. And in many ways, Mim, I've done both. If I look back at my career, I've worked for universities. Yes. So I worked for an Australian-based university for a couple of years, and then I worked for seven years teaching entrepreneurship to MBA students. Uh, And I must say, I really loved it. I loved it. But I'm, what fascinates me, Mim, is that relationship between education, uh, reward, um, business, entrepreneurship, creativity, uh, employment, you know, all these things are interrelated, but they're a bit different. So I'm going to start with a question, Mim. When it comes to that nature versus nurture question, so when you look at people who have really achieved something at the top of their game, business, sport, could be anything. Is it the education that gets them there or is it something in them? Is there something in their DNA that they might have been born with that gives them that cut through? What do you think? 
Look, it's it's interesting. That's a that's a question that it's not just simply one answer or the other. You know, I always look at it this way. Whether you've had great education in your personal life, whether you've had great experiences, it's really being proactive in whatever knowledge or experience you have in life. So if you're an experienced, if you have some experience, like let's use the example, when I joined corporate retail, I had no experience in corporate retail. I had no education in corporate retail. But my nature suited corporate retail. My my everything in me, it was just like a hand with the perfect glove. You know, it just went so well together. And people in the corporate industry saw that in me. And I was given the opportunity to join corporate retail with really no education in it at all. But through the years, I got education to strengthen what I was doing. So my experience made pave the way for the education. And the education paved the way for my career progression. That's interesting because, of course, sometimes it's the other way yeah, around. Yeah, the, the, the education paves the way for the experience. But you found – because that's an interesting topic in itself. Yeah. You found your natural best fit. That's right. And, again, Martin, when I look back at my childhood years, I looked at the educational system and still we could improve on education. I'm in the educational – system now you know i deliver i deliver leadership and management accreditations and other things as well but what i found as a child and i still find today is that in our educational system they don't account for the four learning styles that individuals have which are one is visual people sometimes learn by looking and seeing Mm. the other one is auditory people who listen you know learn by listening listening to podcasts yes Kinesthetics, which is hands-on, practical. Yep. You get the hands-on challenge. Reading and writing, it comes in the form of text. Now, those four key learning styles, when I look at it back in my day of when I went to school, I, I realised that there was many young children that probably missed out on opportunities in careers because the system really focuses on mainly reading and writing. So let me ask you then, out of those four learning styles... And if you wouldn't mind sharing them again with our listeners, which one is yours? Well, mine is hands-on and auditory. Listening, speaking, talking. Look, I'm good at reading and writing. Uh, visually, I see. I think my my capabilities was interesting because I found that my strength was in hands-on, right? That was my one of the strengths. But I learned from the other areas as well. But if I was more, if I had give, been given more the practical learning styles in the school, I would have achieved greater results in the school at that time. But not that the others I didn't learn, but my strength was in the practical. I would encourage our listeners to have a think about that I'd, as to what is their predominant learning style. And remember, I said visually, where you're looking and seeing, auditory, where you're listening to mm. someone presenting the information kinesthetics which is hands-on practical you get in there and do the job and reading and writing which is in the form of text you read it or you write it and you learn it you absorb it more because if you don't know your own learning style you're a little bit up against it right from the start aren't you because you've got to find learning difficult unless you're doing it in an environment which suits you and you know how i found out which why strength was ultimately was when I was a young teenager, my, all my relatives were in construction, concreters, bricklayers, carpenters, and they asked me to go on to a job to help them. And practically, as I was doing the job, I was learning. 
I was picking up what sort of Rio, the foundation depths, how to put up a, a stud wall, how to, you know, lay bricks. Practically, I was, I was basically learning things that in the school environment might have taken me longer. And I realised, I said, well, I'm picking things up pretty well here. And yet I had never been on a construction site up to that point. So I realised that if I'm practically doing something and I bring in all the other information I've learned, I was getting ahead faster. Have you ever heard of Sir Ken Robinson? Maybe. I'm not sure. English fella. <laughs> he, he was a university professor, I think, and he, no, he just did this great YouTube video years ago on the relationship between creativity and education, which I think is a really important topic. Yes. And I would kind of encourage our listeners, Mim, to just get onto YouTube and have a look at that video. Sir Ken Robinson does education really compromise creativity. Listen to that 20-minute, I think it was a TED Talk. But he contends that the education system breeds creativity out of us. Look, I've got to agree with that. You know, if our system, education system, was better formatted, I think more and more people have an opportunity to succeed in the career they chose. You know, when I talked about my hands-on, when we talked about in episode one, way, way long time ago, we talked about coaching and mentoring. You know, I... When you talk about mentoring and coaching, it's about engaging with people. It's about showing them how to do it practically. How does how does the theory come to reality? It's really about that hands-on and understanding and getting that validation and credibility when you do something, when you're talking to someone, showing them how the result can be achieved. So experience is so important, but also education just as important, but you need to bring them together. Ultimately, the outcome is really what's going to determine how successful you are. You do, but you can't be an engineer without education. No. You can't be a doctor without the education. education. There are you certain... can't be a dentist without education. No, there... There, there are many, many kind of roles or jobs whereby education has to lead the That's process right. and experience will follow it and complement it. That's right. And, you know, from my perspective, there's no right or wrong. Education is important. Absolutely. I'm in the system myself. I train people in a lot of subjects. But what I'm saying to everyone who's listening throughout the world, don't think that if you've just got experience that you're lacking something. With your experience, start to target what education you can take up to be able to strengthen what you do and create better pathways forward. If you have education, ask yourself this question, what are you doing with it? What are the practical things you're doing with it? So if you are going to study and and get all these accreditations, there's got to be an outcome you're looking for. So practically, how do you bring it to fruition? So ultimately, in life, whatever we do, we have to be productive. We have to be efficient, effective. So if I've got a whole host of accreditations, what am I doing with it? And if I've got a, a lot of experience but I might need some more education to get better at what I do. How do I seamlessly bring those two together? So, Mim, I'll share my own personal journey in this regard. So I had built up a national retail business, which I subsequently sold. And for the first time in a long time, I had this little window of opportunity. So I immediately enrolled myself in to do a MBA, a Master's of Business Administration. 
Now, people are going, hold on, you've built your business and sold your business. Now you're going to university. I said, yeah, I am. I am. I, I, I want to kind of cast a net over my own ability to critically analyse things yep. in many ways. And, and if I look back and I wonder, what did that teach me? You know, is it 12 subjects to do an MBA? What it taught me was the ability to critically analyse, to stand back from a situation and look at how things interrelate with each other. And I think in retrospect, when I was busy running and building my company, sure, I was super task orientated. But what I didn't probably see is that everything is connected. And this is what the MBA taught me. This is what education taught me, was that when you make a decision in marketing, it affects finance. When you make a decision in finance, it affects HR. When you Mm -hmm. make a decision in HR, it affects logistics and distribution. Everything within an organisation is interrelated and it taught me to stand back from that and to be a little more strategic, a little more – it improved my critical analysis skills. And I'm not saying it changed me, it complemented me. And I am an enormous advocate for education but I don't think education is the essential ingredient – for innovation. Do you know the interesting thing, Martin, is education started from experience. You cannot formulate a curriculum based on just theory. There had to be some form of experience to be able to create the educational process. So one of the things that really stood out to me uh, many years ago was sometimes education can become... Um, how can I put it? It, it, it can be, it get people to fear it from a perspective instead of embrace it. Because in many early years, if you weren't educated from a perspective of having degrees, people looked at others in a, a lower manner. Where I believe that education is important, but we need to embrace it and everyone needs to know that they can all be successful. And if you have experience in the work life, that's just as successful as having a degree on the wall. The degree on the wall normally should validate what you're doing. And do not fear the degree. Embrace it because that degree will expose you to better ways of thinking, analysing what you're doing, being more creative, innovative, in being able to be more successful in what you've started. So it's not a win or lose. It's about how do we embrace it? And I learned that myself when I joined corporate retail I got further. I got more educated when I was in corporate retail than probably in my prior twenty years. Why? Because I saw the value. I finally saw the value and the understanding. Where as a child, because the system wasn't accommodating my learning style, I sort of thought, "Oh, you know what? I'm just going to go out in the workforce. I'm going to work and and earn money," which was nothing wrong with that. But you know what I realised when I started to embrace education that I saw how much more I could have achieved at an earlier age if I had both. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting. So when I enrolled to do this Masters of Business Administration, a lot of my colleagues were in business. Yeah. Most of the people I knew owned a business. And a couple of them said to me, oh, that'll be the end of you. I said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, hey – Guys like us employ people with degrees. We don't need them ourselves. 
And I must say I manifestly disagree with that comment, but that's what a lot of people said to me. So yeah. I was part of this business group and, if, you know, everyone's kind of self-made and they're proud of that and good on them, right? And a lot of people have done things by being innovative and just sheer hard work, right? We always congratulate that. Absolutely. But I had more than one person say to me, Mim, ah, well, you know, that'll stifle your creativity. That will that'll compromise your ability to innovate. You know, don't people like us just hire degrees, you know? We, we hire the CFO and, you know, that's that's what we do, right? And it's an interesting analogy. I think life is more complex than that. What do you think? Do, do you think you need to have a degree, a master's, a diploma, a cert, something in order to be successful, quote unquote? What I found is this, for me personally, for every opportunity I had to further educate myself, the thing I looked at was not the piece of paper on the wall. The thing I looked at, am I learning something? Am I learning some additional information to help me succeed more in life? So the piece of paper on the wall should only validate what I'm doing. When I looked at the either the, the system or, the, or the, the, the trainer who was facilitating that course, am I learning? I was hungry to learn. I was hungry to achieve more. I was hungry to grow more. So for me, you it wasn't... hungry hippo. <laughs> hungry hippo. That's but right. for me, Martin, it wasn't so much about... Doing the, doing having education to have a, a certificate on the wall, it was about have I learnt? Is it, am I applying it? And what are the results? And yes, if I have a certificate on the wall, I'm proud of it, and it validates what I'm doing. But I did it more from the learning perspective. So I ask all our listeners out there, don't be afraid to get some education. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy what you're doing at the moment. It just means it gives you more opportunity to grow, more understanding in how to approach things. Whether it's from family or work, it's really something that's going to drive you further. If you've got all the experience in the world and the industry you're in, big tick to that as well. Well done. Education just provides us an opportunity to learn. You know, Mim, there's one part of the education um, sector which I think is not talked about enough. And that is the power of networking. Yeah. So that when you – and you'd know this through the courses that you deliver. Yes. When you have a cohort of like-minded people in a room together learning from someone who's had the experience, got the experience, sharing the practical, sharing the theory, sharing the process, you really connect at a different level with your classmates. And this is one thing. But no, online learning, fantastic. I understand it. It opens up education to so many more people. It's so much more flexible. But one thing you can lose is the human interaction. Now, this is one reason why, Mim, that I'm not the biggest advocate about work from home. Yeah. Right? You've got to bring people together to collaborate. You've got to bring people together to innovate. You put them in the same room when they're learning together it makes a big difference. So I mean, I think hybrid is the great solution, a bit of both. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, education and experience and everything you've said, Martin, it's really important. When you engage networking, relationship building, it really is important. Also from a social perspective, you don't want to be just sitting home looking at a screen all day. You want to be able to have that social interaction. I remember very early in my, in my career, I sat with an individual who had 40 years experience in corporate retail at the highest level 
And I had asked this particular gentleman to, you know, if I wouldn't mind being able to take him for a coffee. I knew him. He was just about to retire. And I just asked him to share some of his life's experiences through the corporate journey he had. And Martin, I've got to say, in that 40-minute discussion, he changed my life. What took him 40 years to learn, he put on a platter for me. And through that information he shared with me, my career just, i got to say, just blossomed a thousandfold. Oh, it was my pleasure, Mim. <laughs> I, no, really, it was, I mean, I, it, it, I know that's what your way of saying thanks, but it, was, pick such, it, up with you, it was such a pleasure to have that conversation but with you honestly, all those years ago. When I, when I look at that, it was his experience, in a sense, that he just comfortably shared with me all the highs, the lows, but just in that 40 minutes, he gave me a summary of that 40 years, but there was some gold in there that I just applied to my life and my career, and I just it just it just went through the roof. You know, Mim, sometimes we've got a when, when we have those moments in our life, they are like inflection points, aren't yeah. they? And they really stay with us. The important thing is, is that we are aware of them and we're prepared for a period of time to slow down, to listen to take it in, to think about what you've just heard. Because those times, you know, sometimes life comes down to a few moments, doesn't it? It does. People say this. You ask kind of elderly people to reflect upon their life. Yeah. And there might be three things in their life Gold. that they talk about Gold. that changed everything. Yeah. The thing, and, you know, we spoke about distractions, didn't we, in our yeah. last episode of your personal podcast, was that, You've got to be focused. You've got to be present. You've got to be in the moment. But I'm going to make a point, Mim, that with regards to Sir Ken Robinson in the yes. TED Talk video, which I do encourage our listeners to watch, he talks about this process of academic inflation. Yeah. So that you look at, you know, you've got universities, you've got the vocational educational training system, but you've really got what? Certificates, you've got diplomas, you've got degrees, you've got higher degrees, you've got masters, you've got doctorates. And he talks about this kind of process of academic inflation, whereby once you've got something, well, you need something higher and you need something higher and you need something higher. I think the education system, if you want to work in corporate, in a lot of kind of industries, yeah. it's absolutely catastrophic. Critical. Yeah. If, if you want to cut it in corporate, you've got to go get yourself a degree. Yeah. Right? But, but can it, I say, just on that point, yeah. experience is education and education creates the pathway forward. Now, when you were talking about a degree, absolutely agree with you. But I want our listeners to understand that experience is education. When that individual shared with me after 40 years in corporate retail, he was educating me from an experience point of view. So that, to me, was just as good as a PhD on the wall. Mm -hmm. So what we want our listeners to know, Martin, is experience that we do is education. We're educating ourselves. In that education, we're creating the pathway forward. Now, when we talk about degrees, that's a higher level of edu education that we're embracing to be able to strengthen what we do. You ever met someone who you kind of walk away from the first encounter thinking they just know it all? Well, I could uh, could mention a few people, but yeah, but no, <laughs> where's I, this leading? No, where, no where, that's, where that's leading is I kind of always find that really disappointing because isn't knowledge and the thirst for knowledge Absolutely. the 
isn't that like the magic of life? We're learning every day. And don't you love it, Mim, when you meet someone who's 25 or 85 and they've got that same thirst and that lust for oh. knowledge? I think it's a beautiful thing. It is. We, we, we all have to have desire to be able to learn more. We all have to have the understanding that we don't know it all. But I value everyone. If someone tells me they've had 30 years' experience in the construction industry with not one degree, that's fine. 30 years? Please sit with me. Teach me. If I come across someone who's had a wall full of degrees and they've applied it, please sit with me. I believe that education should strengthen us, should create a pathway for our financial stability, should be able to create a pathway that we can enjoy and really thoroughly understand that every day we're learning, but wow, look what we achieved. No one on this earth should feel that they are undervalued. Experience, education, education, experience. They can seamlessly join together. And if we understand that, how much more can we achieve in life? And do not be afraid of education. Do not be afraid of practically experiencing something because they both will end up to the same pathway. I was the last person in my family to get a degree. And my sister and my brother both had degrees. I think my brother had an honours degree. And it, I was nervous about education, to be honest. I really was. Most I was, people are, Martin. Mim, I was a practical person. Yeah. I, I was a retailer. I built the business through supply chain, through logistics, through merchandising, through marketing, through yeah. staff training. You know, you know the business, yeah, right? absolutely. And for me to go back a little bit later in life and to do a master's degree – was a big leap would have been of faith. daunting, and it was because yeah. I, you know, I was thinking I, I built a company, yeah. I employed two hundred and fifty people, and somewhere in my head, I had wired up that I wasn't good enough for a degree. And I can tell you, Martin, a majority of people throughout the world would be feeling exactly like you feel. No matter where we are in life, sometimes when we say, "Oh, I'm going to do this course, this degree, this PhD, or a certificate for a diploma." It's like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm good enough for this. So, Mim, what advice would you give to our listeners if they're resonating with what I just said, because that was my own experience, what advice would you give to them? Embrace the opportunity to do the degree that you want to do. You have the ability. You have the strength. You have the – you can get through it. And the key I say, it really depends on the facilitator who's delivering the course. That is the ingredient because – I can tell you now, Martin, everyone that I've that come to the courses I deliver, I, I tell them from the outset, you are going to be fine. You've taken the greatest step first is to be able to start and not to think that this is overwhelming. You know, it's just some information that gets imparted that the individuals need to be able to translate that into the practical for their lives. So you mentioned the facilitator and that rings so true, Mim. So do you know what my facilitator said to me right at the beginning? What do you say? Said, well, when you achieve three topics, three subjects yeah. from this MBA, you will actually have a certificate. When you achieve six subjects from this MBA, you will have a diploma in graduate management. When you achieve 12, you will then have an MBA. Take this in increments. And I must say, I reconciled that. So yeah. I just focused on the first three. Then I focused on the next three and then I had a diploma. Then I focused on, right, I'm halfway home. I'm going to focus on the MBA, which yep. included a thesis. Remember- and and it, it, it gave me so much more 
confidence, I must say, because I did something which my learning style is, what did you say? It's kinesthetic? Kinesthetic. Yeah. Hands-on. That's me. I'm very hands-on. See, Martin, you know why I say to everyone in, in the training rooms that I hold that they'll be successful? Because I understand there's four learning styles and I will introduce those learning styles based on the individual's needs. And I know that if you provide their learning style, they will be successful. They will feel comfortable through the educational process and they will realise how much it will impact their life going forward. Not only that, from a confidence point of view, a bit like you said, Martin, people get overwhelmed and thinking, oh, my God, am I going to be able to do a diploma or a PhD? This is, this is all too hard. When they realise that once the learning style is provided to them, one that they're strong in, the rest of it becomes just a by the way. They'll get through everything, through the knowledge, the understanding, the assessments. And at the end of the day, when they get their accreditation, they'll have such a smile on their face thinking, wow, all these years I thought I wasn't good enough. But today I've proved that wrong. So, Mim, you might recall from an earlier episode of your personal podcast, of course, I did a graduation address for the university here. Oh, that's right. Yes, that you, was a pretty funny one. Yes, yes, you found that you found that highly amusing. Yes, because they, they actually stayed in the room. Because you said you could move out of the circle and they walk right out the door. Yes, I'm glad you remember all that, Mim. I thought you would. I didn't think that would be lost on you. But what I shared with the graduates, and there were like 400, 500 graduates in the hall and they were graduating from various disciplines, is that the wonderful thing about education is that, one, you own it. That's right. Right. Two, it's fully transportable. Yep. You take it with you wherever you go. Yes, you do. And three, it actually infers a level of credibility to some degree yeah. so that when you say, you know, I have achieved this in terms of my studies or my qualifications, it's giving you a bit of an edge. There's no doubt about that. Look, to me, it's validation of what you do. Everyone can achieve whatever they choose in life with the right attitude and the right behaviour. Sometimes the knowledge we need just to get there is really critical. Sometimes it does come from just experience. And sometimes it comes from education, from a, a formal perspective. But remember I said experience is education. The formal side of it from, from going through and doing degrees and, and from training and, and applying to university degrees or wherever it might be, it's information. Everything will build us to where we want to go. But we've got to have that understanding that no one, and this is to all the listeners throughout the world, wherever you are sitting at this very point, understand that you have the ability and you have the opportunity to succeed in life. Do not walk away from the opportunity. Do not be embarrassed. Do not fear it. Embrace it. Just understand what your learning style is. Then go out and do what you need to do. You are so positive. I love that. Well, i got to say, Martin, that my rewards are when I see people who thought they could never achieve something because throughout their life they were told that they weren't good enough, and that was wrong. Everyone is good enough to achieve things in life. We just sometimes need to understand what is the right pathway for us. It's not, or every, it's not the same for everyone. And so to the listeners and to everyone, please understand that you can and you will be successful. Just choose the right path. Before I hand back to you to close out episode 32 of your personal podcast, I'm going to encourage our listeners, Mim, to have a good think about my next comment. And 
it has a lot to do with education. As you shared at the beginning of this conversation on education, Mim, that education is often a reflection of experience. That's right. Right? You're, you're formalising a set of experiences That's right. into a structure, yep, a learning structure. structure. where others can benefit from, from your experience. Okay, so Sir Ken Robinson, and this is this relationship yes. between creativity and education. Yes. Sir Ken said, if you are not prepared to be wrong, you will never create anything original. That's Gr- a really powerful I agree comment. With that. You know, one of the things I encourage people and I'm just going to jump in there. Yeah. And the education system doesn't reward us necessarily for being wrong. No. But if you are looking to create something new, if you're looking to innovate, if you're looking to build something that hasn't been done before or you're looking to change something for the better, you've got to be prepared, Mim, to be wrong before you're right. Absolutely, because it's, it's that same analogy, Martin, when I say to everyone, I say to myself, Make a decision at the time you need to with the information you have. Now, in the future, you might find that you needed to make a better decision, but I'd rather be making decisions than to procrastinate all my life and not make one. And that's what you're saying, is be prepared to be wrong occasionally, but you're going to move forward. Your innovation, your creativity, your enthusiasm, your motivation is going to change the world. Imagine if no one made a decision or no one was prepared to be wrong. We would be living in such a different environment today. We wouldn't be moving forward, would we? That's Mim? right. And it's all about understanding that we can all make a difference. So education and experience, put it all together as one and ask ourselves, what are we doing with our lives today? How are we practically moving forward? And what is stopping us from achieving what we want? Is it the fact that we feared having a certificate on the wall? Is it the fact that practically we don't know if we're confident enough to do it? Because I know a lot of people that spend their life just on education. They've got one certificate after one, after one, after one, after one, and they're never out there practically doing it. And then I know a lot of people with a lot of experience that could certainly be enhanced if they had those certificates because it just gives them different knowledge, different understanding of how to do things. Mim, on that note, see you next week. See you next week and thank you to all our listeners to listening to your personal podcast. Please and please always understand that you have the opportunity to succeed in life. Just embrace it and move forward with it. Have a great day, everyone. 